<laughs> oh dear. Hi, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast with Paul. <laughs> We've got interesting insights guaranteed, and it's time to increase your emotional intelligence. Are we up for increasing our emotional intelligence, listeners? Let's have lots of joy and fun and excitement for sure. Hey, I've got some really special guests along the way. Interesting people, really challenging ideas and challenging conversations. It's going to be amazing. You can learn more about what to do, why to do what to do, and what to do about it all. (laughs) So much fun becoming self-aware, motivated, alive, learning new ways to see the world. Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast with Paul. Time for episode six. It's the final episode with the wonderful Mark Bonds. Looking forward to his song choices. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Uh, with regards to what's happening in my current situation, is I've asked to effectively triple the size of the business. So I've asked myself to make that happen. <laughs> you've been you've been asking that yourself for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> I know. I've been Interestingly, asking. nothing's changed. And that's a good point that you mm. make right there is that I've asked that question of myself and of my team, but I've never had the infrastructure and means to make it happen up until recently. So as of the June the 30th up until December, what's it now, the 20th roughly, we've doubled the size of the business. And we projected to do that in, a, in 18 months, but we've done it in six months and we've put on an extra 20 employees and 25% of those employees are in Indigenous, beautiful ladies. And we've grown the business uh, across to the Air Peninsula and we're about to open up on the top of the York Peninsula as well. So we're now developing a business that is uh, across the state. It's helping people to find a purpose. And in your purpose, you're helping other people find purpose. Now, therein lies why it's working, because it's coming from the right place. If it was purely based on money, money is just here and there, yeah. come and go. If it's if it's based on purpose, and this is where a lot of companies are, are realising the importance, if a company is just set up purely for money and profit, it's a bit boring. Mm. But if it actually has a purpose-driven an intention, it's real. And people can catch on to that rule. And it's easier to be able to feel real now than ever because people know, oh, I've seen the wank. I know what that is. <laughs> Maybe if you just look at the biggest, one of the biggest companies, Google. What was Google's purpose? No search engine to yeah. help so find right. information? Yeah, so it's an information search engine. So it focused its attention on search and it was a problem solver of that. Yeah. And if you look at Nike, what was that doing? It was just doing it, wasn't it? And the, and in the, in the just do it was it was providing the excellence of sports attire and especially shoes to provide the best performance mm. of of a particular sport. So we'll provide the we're going to provide the best sports shoe for basketball that's possible. So that was their purpose. Uh, so a, a company who has purpose and is driven by the that purpose, then everyone gets it. Mm. You know? So. The idea of the transparency of any business and what it stands for and who it is can be seen by the energy of it and you know what's driving it and 
where where is it coming from and as a company grows and develops it needs to be able to find itself in the next marketplace it's attending to so when you know people say how did i succeed and get the job in business well the first thing i did was build rapport and when you build rapport it's saying g'day mate uh, or g'day to the lady yeah. or whatever it is. and having a conversation about them and what they're doing and not even talking about what we're here for because just saying hello and how often do we meet people in our lives how many people do we get to meet we're only in look there's seven billion of us on the planet how many are we going to end up saying hello to and if we say hello to people from a genuine place where we're actually listening yeah. and we're actually caring and we're actually saying g'day actually life becomes more interesting yeah. because we are all interesting and we all have our, our our traits and our personalities and our ways of doing things but Life's a lot more enjoyable if you're listening and enjoying the journey along with people you meet. And sometimes you go, oh, that person frustrates the hell out of me. But at the end of the day, you always get surprised how wrong you are yeah. because the person that frustrates you often has another side to them that is so interesting. Mm, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and it's, that's a fascinating thing yeah. I've found. You know, I've found that the person that I have an opinion about is actually a person that I don't know anything about because yep. I've already formed an opinion but I've got to know them more and I go hey, I didn't know that about their history or I didn't know that's what they were able to do. I didn't know that about them. And the closer I get to understanding people and what they can bring, I'm going to say, oh, I can create friends with all sorts of people. I used to have opinions about policemen and I used to have opinions about judges. I used to have opinions about politicians. I used to have people, oh, all these opinions about people being a certain way and blah, blah, blah. And you say, no, give it up. Give it up. Let it go. All my opinions about Chinese people are opinions that I need to let go. What, are you, what am I talking about? And now I have Chinese people that I absolutely adore. You know, and I go, well, how come I had those opinions? Why? Because I thought Chinese people were a certain way, or I thought Vietnamese people were a certain way, I thought Italian people were a certain way, I thought German people were a certain way. What the hell am I talking about? Nationalities? Now now I go, people are beautiful. That's right. And when, when I know people are beautiful, I go, oh, isn't it interesting? Mm. And then when you let go, people come to you and go, hey, this guy's coming without judgment or assumption. And as soon as you meet someone without judgment assumption, what you're going to go to get it get back is no judgment assumption. So the whole idea with the laughter project, which you helped me with, is laughter and smiling is a very potent way of breaking down the egos that we come with or the judgments and assumptions we come with. Because the minute I smile at someone, what are they going to do back to me? They'll smile back. And what's the smiling do? It changes the changes. moment from I have an opinion, an assumption, and a judgment to I'm actually okay with myself because yeah. I'm smiling. And then I'm going to get a smile back and the person's going, are you okay? Am I okay? Mm. And then you're going, how are you? Yeah. you go, what do you mean, how are you? I say, how are you? And they say, oh, great. And so I have a, a, a smile conversation with the person at the checkout. And the checkout person is, hi, Sam. You know, Sam's got the little badge on. Oh, I said, you know, you're bloody good at your job. You know how to pack those bags. Yeah. You're so much better at it than I would. I'd put it all in one hit. And they look at you and go, you notice how I packed a bag? Well, yes, I do. But then when I go back to that shopping centre, I've built rapport. And the rapport that I've built is one where, hi, Paul. Hi, mm. Sam. Mm. So we're saying hello to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And how beautiful it is to build a community around where you're saying hello to each other. And how many people are you building a community around? Mm. Oh, just on that, I went to one of your academy services Christmas parties a while back. I reckon it was at the Seacliff, not the Seacliff, uh, the Grange or the, yeah, I reckon it was the Grange or the Henley Beach. Oh, yes, Henley Beach, yeah. Yeah. That was up there doing the Bogan Bingo. Yes, yeah. that's right. 
and I caught up with some of the people that that worked at the worked with Academy and uh, franchisees, and can't remember who I was talking to, but they were talking about how they managed to pay their mortgage and they managed to put their children through uh, school and do everything thanks to their work with Academy and how Academy changed their life. They they weren't doing anything with their life and then they came across Academy and it completely changed their life and gave them purpose and a return on a a, a small investment of money but a huge uh, return on their investment of their time and energies and and it was inspiring for me because I thought at the time I would love to have people in my network, in my business that in 20 years time come up to me and say, hey, you you changed my life. You gave me an opportunity where nobody else did. We're getting it now. We've got people that have been with us for ages, years, 20 years, 10, 20 years, and they're saying the same thing. So I'm start, well, I'm 52 and I'm... I know there's many years left, hopefully, for me to continue to grow and help more people. But I was inspired by that one person or two people that I met at an academy function that told me about how academy changed their life, and I wanted that for for me as well. Yeah, I think that's a that's a that's exactly what you want for yourself, and and why wouldn't you want that? Because again, you're getting back to a place where you're a vehicle to be able to assist, and if that is if that's truly what you are. You need to become the manager and organiser of it. So you go there to to a client and say, look, I can help you manage and organise how to clean your place and I want to bring the best people I can to that. However, I can only do it with the culture that I am and the company culture is, if it's a service-driven company culture that you want to be able to do it and you can be able to do it and you've got the resources and and the backup and the intelligence and the IP, then... The customer needs to say, oh, yes, I can see that you're doing that. You're delivering that service. I can now allow myself to give you the job. And I think that's what you've you've presented and you've learned how to present it and you're learning more how to present it. And the most important thing is you're not there. It's a journey. And I still am on that journey. Mm-hmm. So if I was to ever come across as a person who is, oh, I've got there, Mark, and, you know, you should listen to me, Mark. I know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. If only you knew that I knew. You know. mm. what, a, what a way to come across Some that. people do. <laughs> I know. And that's really not where you want to uh. Uh, share because there's so much you can offer to me. As soon as you start talking like that, that's when everything goes to <laughs> shit. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yep, that's right. Saw, and then when you're listening to those types of people, you're thinking, man, I wish I had it together like that person. And then a few days later, you see them, they're a disheveled wreck because <laughs> something's happened where it hasn't worked oh, out. Well, there's a lot of evidence of what that is. And, you know, we're in an age where you know, people get consumed by the need to be able to be important, see themselves as important, and they're driven by that. So they're keeping up with what they think they are. And uh, sometimes I think there's a trap for people to fall into that they're so preoccupied with what they think that they need to be for their own selves and their own success that they give up some of the opportunity they might have to share with loved ones, to share with family as much as they would like to. And sometimes I think there's a trap where, you know, I'm going to provide for my children by not being there because I need to work so hard. Mm. And they use the idea of working hard as an excuse to support and survive and to look after their children. However, the truth of the matter is they're looking after themselves, but they're using their, I'm looking after the family as an excuse. So it's a very fine line we, we walk because 
yes, we need to attend to survival and support and, and grow in business, but at, that, at the same time, support and grow the family. And where does that balance lie? It's a very interesting idea of where the authenticity of both those endeavours need to be thought about. And it's not just about me. It's about what I can contribute and help others do and become. And that's what I'd like to be able to be an example of. And I know that there's issues around that for you because you've now demonstrated that you're about the bigger picture of looking after others. There was times that maybe you were preoccupied with, I have to prove to everyone that I can do it and I can, but now you've let go of some of that you know, need to approve yourself. It's still there, but recognize it and then let it go. And then when you get some success, oh, I've got some success along the way. However, there's still plenty of places to go and realizing that you're not that important. Mm. Who cares? And then you make the people around you more important and acknowledge the people around you and thank them for their support. And then you go, okay, I can be, you know, the best person I can be by helping others be the best person they can be. It's about what you can give, not about what you can take or want or need. Yes. It's about giving. And as we learn yeah. to give more, we get more back. And so we can live a much happier life by learning how to give. Yeah. Which you are, Mark. You're a giver. And uh, it's been a very good honour and privilege for you to to be here sharing this day with me and sharing podcast with Paul. So you might actually share this with other people. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> now, Mark, one of the things that we do on podcast with Paul is we usually ask people to play or we're going to play their favourite song at oh. the end of the podcast. And uh, we've been now podcasting for two hours and six minutes. So how long has that been? You're the longest person I've ever talked to. Right. And I don't know what we've covered, but we've covered some things, but... We didn't really get that in depth, but we got in depth at some things. But I think I learned a lot about you as well. Good, good. Yeah. Yes, that's what we do. We do. Yeah. We, we just have a conversation in time. Obviously, we've got big cash for Bellamy, and we're going to be there supporting that situation. And we've got Christmas coming up, so Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, well, by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be over, so I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> and we've talked about where... Cinderella's is going and doing some big work out in the country and you've been a specialist out there and I know you've got a whole lot of hotels to look after and clean and you've got a big opportunity to be the organiser of all that so you're learning how to manage even more people and really is there anything more you'd like to add Mark we can think about what song you would like to I think it's you a asked, song about you you, you huh? asked me about this and I forgot to <laughs> think about the song. Um, well, it's good that it just comes from comes from wherever you are. That's fine. Uh, do you have a favourite song? Yeah, there's, you... uh, there's so many songs that I love. I do remember that when I'm, I was going through the fair work audit, I, and I was I was genuinely worried. I may not know we're not doing correctly. Um, I picked up the ukulele. And I started hmm. the to... The whole ukulele, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I got the ukulele. I, I got it specifically. I bought a ukulele so that I could play happy birthday to my son, Danny. And he, he used to love... He doesn't like it now, right? But he, he loves singing happy birthday, anyone's birthdays. And uh, so I got the ukulele and I'd play happy birthday. And then I started mucking around with it. And learning a few other songs like Somewhere Over the Rainbow or um, lots of different, there's lots of different songs that you can do with the uke. Three well, chord change. There's one song by the Beatles that, that I really love 
and I've bloody forgotten the name of it, so <laughs> I'll have to tell you later. But it, I'm not very good at playing it, but it's a song that the rhythm guitarist, my memory's not the best. Uh, so you've got uh, John, Paul, Ringo, and George. George, yep. Yeah, George Harrison played a song called, um, can't remember it. Hey, listeners, we're going to go and have a little break and then we're going to find this bloody song and we might even yes, have to get him back to play right. the ukulele, but we'll think we'll get Mark to sing along with it, I think. We might do that. Oh, okay, that. everyone, we're going to go and find <laughs> this bloody song and uh, it's in his head. It's just yep. got to come through. So we'll just close off for a sec and find this song for Mark Fons, the song from George Harrison that he likes so much. Hello, listeners. Hey, we're back onto it. Mark has found those songs that he loves, and we've ended up with two of them. Listeners, Mark has been an absolutely outstanding podcast with Paul, a recipient, and he's offered so much of himself, but now he's offering even more of himself with these wonderful songs that he has. And one he says he wants to say is what's going on in his life for now and what is <laughs> present, and the next one is coming on and what his life is about in the future. So let's just ask him, the first song, Mark, what's the first song? So the first song I like is called In My Life by the Beatles. In My Life. And it's a, a really beautiful reflection, you know, on life and love. And the second song is Here Comes the Sun, which is a, the, the story I know about that song makes it so poignant because uh, I remember George Harrison uh, was uh, wrote this song after he'd left Abbey Road. They'd been doing, I believe they were doing Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts club band album at the time and it was quite intense there was a lot of work happening in the studio and there was a bit of a reprieve an opportunity for the guys to just go back to their families and have a bit of a relax before they came back in the studio and while they were having a relax George went off to his garden retreat and penned the um the song here comes the sun and it was uh, he felt as though He'd just come out of this really intense, hard-working environment, stressful environment. Here comes the sun's great opportunity for you to reflect on the on the positives and the optimistic future that lies ahead. I love it. I love it because it's sunshine. Mm. Here comes the sun, mm. and there's a lot of sunshine songs. You are the sunshine of my life. But yeah, I like it, and mm. and I think mm. that you've always been a, a, a sunshine in my life, <laughs> and he, that big smile and that uh, positivity and that joy. And I've never seen a happier person than the day you got married and then the day you're in front of your drum kit. You are like in your element and we're going to be seeing that soon at Bellamy's show and we're going to see it again at a, at a show that we do. I'm sure there'll be more and more shows that you'll be in front of the drum kit and you'll have that big beaming smile and both your legs will be going flat out and both your arms will be going flat out and you'll be singing flat out. And so it's been a joy to have you here, Mark. Thank you very much for coming along. Thanks and for having me. Enjoying us podcast with Paul. And also, you know, we're going to reflect back on what we've been talking about and who knows what we're talking about. But it's been most interesting and a, much, a very pleasant afternoon to share with you. You're a beautiful person and it's been a joy to have you in my life. So thank you very much, Mark. Uh, so here we are, listeners. It's time for the first song, the first song that Mark found. Fonds, it's the Fonds, really. Mark Fonds' soul. Uh, first song is In My Life. And it's about where he's at now in my life, and that's from the Beatles. Thanks, everyone. Let's enjoy the Beatles in my life. There are places I remember. 
That was In My Life from the Beatles. Thank you, Mark. Wonderful to share. Now here comes his second song. He gets to, it's another Beatles number. We're very lucky to hear another beautiful song. Here Comes the Sun.
that's another episode from Podcast with Paul. Special thanks, everyone. Remember to keep an eye out for our next exciting episode with more fun special guests. Find out more of what we're all about and look up the Laughter Project. Hey, everyone. Be happy. Be happy.